0: The verse of the week is Matthew 28, 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
1: Hey Taylor, how's it going? It's going. Yeah, it's going. We're at the end of the month and I'm excited for this episode because I feel like people are going to learn about a resource that hopefully they know about, but if not, I think it's huge because I know, especially for you guys, like in admissions, Mm -hmm. you get asked a lot on tours about, do we have extra academic support for students? Yeah.
0: Families are super interested in like tutoring opportunities, how their student can get help outside of the classroom, um, like one-on-one help with a teacher or peer tutoring. So we always get questions like that. And I feel like, so we talk about the math and writing labs today on today's episode. And even I didn't know that much about them. Like I knew they existed, but I didn't know how they worked or how students could get involved. So I imagine with us working here, if we didn't know that information, there's probably a lot of parents Parents and students in our community that don't know about this resource, which is a phenomenal resource in the areas of math and writing, because as Maddie and Judy kind of explain, and we've learned from Tim too, math and writing are two areas a lot of students struggle.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and Maddie touches on this a little bit, but Um, we always want teachers to be like our first line of defense. Like if you have a question, go ask your teacher. They want to help you and they want to like try to explain in multiple ways. But Maddie had a good point of our kids are just so busy. Sometimes after school, before school, their time is already like spoken for. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it's during lunch and everybody has a lunch, it's like a dedicated time to where you can have a one-on-one time with a teacher. It may not be your math Mm -hmm. or English teacher, like Maddie, super knowledgeable, Judy, super knowledgeable. And you'll hear a little bit about their backgrounds and just their heart for wanting to help kids. And I think that is so phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And I just, I think about like how many students this will help because it can serve so many different purposes. Like I think about myself as a high school student, I struggled in math. Like I could hang in there and kind of work my way through it, but if I had had an opportunity to sit down with a teacher and be like, okay, can you just explain this to me one more time? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, I can get halfway through this problem and then I get stuck. Or I do the equation, but I can't get the right answer and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Even just small things like that, that you can work through with someone who is very knowledgeable in that content area. I mean, that's a
1: massive breakthrough for so many students. Because sometimes even like, I know for me as a student, I was like always embarrassed to ask in front of a whole group, like, okay, I have to ask this question. And what if I'm the only one in the room? And most of the time students, like you're not the only one. If you have the question, other people have the question. Just ask the question. It's a safe space. But I get that of like, I'm not going to ask this question. And when Judy talks about even, hey, seniors, you're working on your college Scholarship essays or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would have loved to have a second set of eyes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And just like a sounding board, too. Yes. Is so important. And yeah, I'm just really excited for students to know that they have even more support than just their teachers they see every day. Yes. So, yeah, this is a great episode. Agreed. Um, before we get into it, a couple announcements. Um, Friday, February 2nd, just a reminder that it is a half day um, for professional development. So school will end at 1230. And then there will be no school on February 16th or February 19th. And then our basketball teams and our wrestling teams are in the middle of their season. So be sure to check out a game or a match coming up. You can find all upcoming, upcoming athletic events on the Luhai website. As Hannah and I have been talking about, we have two guests on this week's episode, Maddie Baran and Judy Music. Maddie and Judy lead the math and writing labs respectively at Lu High, which are great resources to get additional help and support outside the classroom. We get a lot of helpful information from them in our conversations. Hi Maddie, welcome to the Luhi Pod. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. Um, I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, You're one of our newer teachers, um, so I'm excited for our families and our community to hear from you and just your experience at Luhi um, recently, and then a little bit more about our math support group, our math lab. So thanks so much for being willing to share with us. Yeah, of course. Um, Just to start us off, will you introduce yourself to our audience, um, how long you've been at Luhi, um, and a little bit about what you teach too?
2: Yeah, my name is Maddie Barron. This is my second year at Lutheran High School and I teach algebra one and algebra two. And I also get to do the math support program at lunch, which is what I'm here to talk about. Yes, super excited.
0: I've loved getting to know you over the past couple years. So I'm so excited you're here. Um, Okay, so what is Math Lab, the math support group um, for people who maybe don't know or haven't heard of it?
2: Yeah, the math lab is really just supposed to be um, an additional opportunity for kids to be able to get help with math since that is, um, in general, kind of a struggle area for a lot of students. Um, So in addition to being able to get help with their teacher before and after school, um, a lot of kids are very involved. So those times don't always work. Um, So another opportunity that they now have is to come in at lunch um, to the classroom that's right next to the cafeteria and get help with me. So, Is
0: it all three lunch periods?
2: It is all three lunch periods, That's yes. Awesome. So whatever lunch period you have, you can come in and get help.
0: That's so awesome. How mm-hmm. does it kind of work? Do students just kind of come in and start working on homework and then raise their hand if they have a question? Or th- do they come up to you directly and say, well, this is the like thing I need the most help on? How does it work usually? Um,
2: It's very open as to how it works or how each student wants to use it for themselves. I do have a lot of kids who come in with specific homework questions um, or if there's a specific concept that they've been having trouble with in class. They sit down with me directly and we go over things. Uh, But I also have a few kids that do like to just use that as a homework space in addition to like a study hall or maybe they don't have a study hall. Um, So I have kids that come in and just sit down with their lunch and just work on things and if they have a question then they raise their hand and call me over um, or they just sit there and do their own thing and that's totally fine too. So it's kind of whatever you need in particular. Oh, that's awesome that it's such a flex space.
0: Oh man, that's so cool. I would have benefited so much from something like that in high school. So that's awesome. How How did this program start? Did you start this program? Did it kind of, was it an opportunity that came to you? How did this program come to be? Because it's still a pretty yeah. new thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it was Mr. Tomok who initially started the program. Um, he was noticing that two of the areas that a lot of students struggle with were math and English. And he just kind of wanted to give, like I said earlier, like an extra opportunity for kids to be able to come in and get help um, outside of their regular, only with their teacher time before and after school. Um, So he kind of had that in the back of his mind when he was hiring new math teachers two years ago. um, And so that's kind of how that came to be. Nice.
0: Wow. That worked out really well. Yeah um for students who maybe haven't heard of math lab or they're kind of like hesitant to get involved is there like a sign-up sheet do they just show up during lunch how can students get involved with the math lab
2: um so this year it was a little bit different last year it was completely come and go as you please on any day of the week this year that's still true for monday wednesday and friday Um, but tuesdays and thursdays just so i kind of have opportunities to plan during my day um there is a sign up on canvas so they can go to the canvas course and just sign up for a 15 minute time slot however I'm usually working in there on Tuesdays and Thursdays anyway so even if you don't sign up for a specific time slot there's a good chance you can still just come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays and still get help Um, but if you want to really guarantee that on those particular days then there is a sign up for that too. The classroom that it happens in is in room 022B which is right next to the cafeteria um, the doors with the glass windows. Yeah like the all glass kind of
0: between the where lunch is served in the school store, right? Right. Yep. Awesome. Um, Great. Thank you so much, Maddie. I have a, I have a fun question to end. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite part about working at
2: Luhai? Oh, my favorite thing about working at Lutheran is probably the relationships, both with students and people on staff. Um, As far as like staff goes, it's super cool to just be able to work with a group of people who are all in the same mindset about what the mission is and what we want to accomplish here. Um, And then as far as students go, it's just so fun to get to learn about their personalities and learn about things that they're passionate about and how I can help them um, just kind of move towards goals that they have also.
0: Well, thank you so much, Maddie. Thanks for sharing with us. And thanks for everything you do at Luhai too. You put so much time um, and work into this place and into helping your students. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the Luhi pod, Judy. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. Yeah, we're super excited to talk with you. We talked with Maddie about Math Lab, but we're going to talk with you about Writing Lab. So just really helpful information for our students and our community about mm-hmm. how they can get more support in maybe an area that they're struggling in. So thanks for being willing to share with us today. Absolutely. Um, just to get us started, will you introduce yourself um, and share a little bit about your teaching experience, how long you've been at Luhi, and maybe a little bit about what
3: you teach here too? Sure. Uh, My name is Judy Music. This is my second year here at Luhai. I have been teaching for about 30 years in a variety of different contexts. Um, Right out of college, I taught English in a foreign country. I lived in Japan for a number of years. That's amazing. And then back here, I have been working in homeschool hybrid environments before coming to Luhai. So I had a K through 12 school and taught a variety of subjects. Um, when students came for school two days a week and then they did the rest of their work at home. I've done a lot of writing consulting and uh, tutoring on the side too.
0: Oh, that's so cool. You have so much like really
3: well-rounded experience. That's so awesome. Um, what classes do you teach here at High? Here at High I have sophomores and seniors this year. So I have two sections of world literature, and then the rest are the British literature for the seniors.
0: Nice. Two very different groups, I feel like, sophomores and seniors. Yeah, yeah be I like having both
3: ends there. Dynamic, yeah, because
0: sophomores, they're like in it, they're in the high school experience. And then seniors in second semester, I'm sure... An interesting group because they're just like ready to go that senioritis
3: is setting in yeah they're transitioning yeah and so we talk a lot second semester about what happens after high school and what are the demands of college like and honestly one of the biggest most important skills that our seniors can take with them is writing Good writing, good communication is so critical.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that you're having those conversations with them. So cool. Um, Okay. Well, we are here to talk about Writing Lab. So will you just share a little bit with our audience? What what is Writing Lab when they hear that?
3: What is that program? So Writing Lab is a place where students can come to get support with their use of words in a written format. It could be as simple as they have a report due and they have writer's block. And so they need somebody to help get the ideas flowing. Mm -hmm. It could be they already have a draft and they want somebody to do a fine edit of it Mm -hmm. to look for grammatical issues. It could be a teacher has noticed that a student is struggling in a certain way and the teacher sends that student down for some additional support. Um, it could be students that are doing their college essays, the oh, application yeah. essay. We've done a lot of assistance in that. Or even students that, you know, these seniors are applying for a lot of scholarships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those require written components now. And we're happy to help those get organized and honed and, you know, really quality. I love that it's just kind of like an open format.
0: Like they could come in for just about anything that they need help with.
3: Absolutely. Yes. Um,
0: is this program available during lunch or when can students stop into the writing
3: lab? The writing lab is available fifth, sixth and seventh hours. Nice. So it will hit any student's lunchtime. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Where Where are you located? Same place as the math lab. Okay. So it is that classroom that is visible from the cafeteria. You can look right in over there yes. through the windows. 022B? Yes, 022B, that's correct.
0: Awesome. Um, how did this program come to be? Did you start this program? Did someone come to you and say, hey, we need an English teacher to kind of get this up and running? How did Writing Lab come to be?
3: I'm not sure what plans were in place before I came here to mm-hmm. Luhi. I do know that last year, I was meeting a lot with students outside of class time with their writing projects Mm -hmm. and uh, Tim Tomac noticed how much time I was spending and with conversations with Tim about the importance of Mm one-on-one for students to be able to improve their writing style Mm -hmm. and boost their writing confidence. There's just certain things you cannot do in a classroom situation that require, you know, just the two of you with extended time working and helping and, um, He was interested in providing a space for that so that it could happen without um, causing so much time outside of normal class expectations. That's awesome for both the teacher and the student, too, just to have some built in time during the day
0: Mm -hmm. for you to meet. And it works for both schedules because you're here and you've got those periods during the day anyway. So to be able to kind of have a designated spot to meet is really awesome. Shout out to Tim Tomac. He always has great ideas Matt. just yes. talking about him with the math lab teams. thank you mr tomac so, yes, we I love, love it. it we're big fans of mr tomac on the podcast um i know you talked a little bit about structure like what students kind of come in with with questions with writing lab but is it kind of an open format where students can just come in and sit in o 22 p do they need to sit there and raise their hand do they need to kind of set up a meeting with you how does the structure of writing lab work
3: so, since it's not a class and it is one on one assistance, um, students wouldn't just come in there and sit down, although they're welcome to come into O22B if they need a quiet workspace. Um, that's not a problem. Um, some students are drop in. And so, I had a student who had a test and they were not ready for the test mm-hmm. and they wanted to cram and get ready for the test and ask, could I help? And I, absolutely, I can do that. Um, for students that have a more intense need Mm -hmm. or have a Larger project in mind. I do recommend that they schedule the time in advance that way They know there is going to be a tutor available to help them and they're not waiting in line Mm -hmm. It's really simple to do we have set up what looks like a canvas course that's on every student schedule That says math and writing lab and they just go to the writing lab section and then a Google Calendar opens And it shows all the days and the time slots and they can pick as much time on whatever day they need. Let us know what it is that they're coming in for so that we can be advanced and ready to help them. So like when the AP students were having a specific essay that they had to do, if they said this is the essay, then we in the writing lab can contact the teacher, find out what are the expectations, oh, what nice. is the grading rubric, how uh, does the teacher think that we can best assist the students and can provide that personalized one-on-one help.
0: Oh, awesome. That's so awesome. Okay, so students, make sure you're checking Canvas, find that module and schedule things in there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Judy. I I have kind of a fun question to kind of wrap things up. Um, You've been at Lehigh for two years now. What's your favorite part of working at Lehigh?
3: I would have to say it's the staff that work here. They are so warm and kind and welcoming and funny. Um, It makes it a joy to come in. I love the people that I work with.
0: Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Judy, for everything you do as part of our staff here, everything you do for our students, supporting them and just giving them really awesome life skills as they move forward. So thank you for what you do. And thank you for sharing with us today.
3: Thanks for having me.
4: Okay. Oh, what is this?
1: No, you got to hold your mic closer to your mouth.
4: Yeah, that's what I was asking what this was. What is this? <laughs> this thing right next to my mouth. Is this a lukewarm take by the Luhai faculty? Or is it a big black puffy microphone that I'm almost kissing? <laughs> oh, no. Uh Oh, Hannah, what do we have?
1: All right, here we go. This is from Luhai theology teacher, Jonathan Schlecht. And he says something that his family rolls his eyes at is that he snoozes his alarm for at least 30 minutes every morning
4: and by rolls their eyes at what he really means is throws their elbows into ribs at because <laughs> yes. how much of his family would possibly care other than the only family he has <laughs> his wife. <laughs> Mr. Slecht has family. Sure. But who would this affect?
1: Right. They're just not all in you know, the same room with him sleeping.
4: <laughs> cut that off. Let's just assume his wife is the one rolling the eyes and slash throwing the elbows in this scenario. <laughs> What's his defense to this? To me, the worst part of the morning is getting out of bed mm-hmm. and, and saying goodbye to my warm bed and a nice night of sleep. Now, when you snooze your alarm... What that means is you get extra time in your bed.
1: Okay. Here's my follow-up. then. Does time of year make a difference when it's cold outside versus when it's, you know, it's already going to be warm?
4: No. And again, I'm saying this before I have a screaming baby, but when you snooze, when I hear the alarm, because of that, I don't get upset. I'm good with it because I still know I have 30 minutes to sleep. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Valid. I well, hear what I disagree, he's saying, But
4: yeah, I am suppressing my inner old man, my inner judgmental old man, and by inner old man, I mean my inner slash outer old man, because <laughs> all of me is old man. There was a point oh. when I when I would have hit a snooze button and made up a flimsy excuse to do it, just like he did, but uh. Come on, Mr. Schlecht. I love you. A lovely guy. But this is spoken truly like someone who has never been around children, especially of their own. Yeah. Which he it's admits to.
1: Changing soon. Changing soon. Okay. Let's see what chat GTP has to say the, about it.
4: Yeah. But there's a lot of science of sleep out there, by the way. Like you can look up any science or health podcast and they talk about sleep all the time there's books about it so this one should be scientifically provable if we go straight to the source the sleep expert chat gpt how'd you how'd you phrase the question all
1: right do you get better sleep when you hit the snooze button we're getting a long answer
4: (laughs) how long does it take to write the word no just say yes or no 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 no
1: i'm not surprised i'm not surprised yeah. i'm anti snooze button but my husband is pro snooze button so
4: i i think i woke up the morning after my wedding and that was the last time i was allowed to use it
1: oh jackie was just straight up like nope
4: <laughs> nope that's not gonna yeah. be part of
1: our marriage I love right that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah.
4: exactly that's how she said it. Yeah. that's not happening and i'm like but i sleep better yeah.
1: And then she went to ChatGPT before it was even around and was like, look, no.
4: It, yeah. Yeah. Well, she had to mail a letter, but <laughs> ChatGPT wrote back. Yeah.
1: Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Next week, we'll have High teacher Chris DeAntoni on, and he will be fielding student questions. So students, if you have a question for Mr. DeAntoni, you can ask him directly, or you can email us at podcast at lhsparker.org. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and please share it with a friend who would find this information helpful. See you guys next week.